On this episode of End of the Bench, we have a ton in store for today's episode. Josh Gordon taking a leave of absence for mental health. We got Pro Bowl snubs. Darius Leonard, the guy who leads the whole freaking league in tackles, is not going to be in the Pro Bowl. We'll get into that topic. MLB and the Players Association and the Cuban Baseball Federation are now reaching agreement. It's just, that is historic news. That That's the, probably the biggest news we've had so far on our show. And the Yankees have met with Manny Machado. That's some news that I'm very excited about. And, of course, Anthony Davis trade rumors, and we'll get into some cool, a funny uh, game we just made up. Is it a fake bowl game or is it a real bowl game towards the end of the show? All right, let's get started. Welcome to the end of the bench. This is episode 13, boys. Today's Friday, December 21st. And, nope. Oh, wow, that kind of makes sense. No, it doesn't. Uh, not at all, actually. And Josh Gordon is back in the news with unfortunate news that he's taking a leave of absence for mental health. He tweeted uh, a message. Um... That really just states I take my mental health very seriously at this point. I ensure I remain able to perform the highest level. I recently felt like I have to, I could have a better get, grasp on things mentally. With that said, I'll be stepping away from football fields for a bit to focus on mental health. Liam, what is your thoughts on this with you with all the his past history of abuse when it comes substance abuse when it comes to marijuana and alcohol? being out of the league for a couple of years. And at one point, he was one of the best receivers in the NFL with the Browns. Since week four, he's at 720 yards receiving, which is the most in the Patriots. Is that something? Is this the last time we're going to see Josh Gordon on a football field? I don't think it's the last time we're going to see him, but I think it's, I guess, good that he's taking a proactive approach of you know taking his leave instead of just waiting for something to happen and then him either getting suspended or you know having to take a leave then. So I think it's good he's being proactive about it. I think it's going to be I think this is it for him. Cuz they just I think I just heard something that said this is uh could be another substance abuse issue. Now, it could be just something that he's just leaving because of mental health. But I think there could be another aspect of like another marijuana charge or something other details I think are coming out very soon but with the with the, how important mental health is nowadays and you've seen players come out and talk about like Kevin Love and uh, DeMar DeRozan yeah and talked about what it means to them and how important it is I think you know of course we always want that person to be able to have some sort of contribution to his society. Screw, screw the NFL. Screw football. He needs to get better. But I think this could be the last time we see Josh Gordon, unfortunately. I think with all the stuff that's happened over the years, with him smoking pot and getting caught numerous times, and the alcohol and drinking at pro, even drunk at practice. And look, I know guys like in college that used to come over, hung over to practice. It's different. You're not getting paid, well, from what we know. But you're not getting paid in college. But this is the NFL. This is your job, and you can't come to work drunk or stoned, which is it's really unfortunate. I, I hope he gets better. Yeah, but now that you say that, if he did fail another test, he his career might be done. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think it's a definite he, suspension. The, yeah, exactly. He's going to get that indefinite suspension, and then I don't think there's any coming back from that. It's uh. It's very unfortunate because the guy is super talented. The guy led the, the league in receiving one year with the Browns. Like, he's no joke. And he was going to make a deep playoff run this year. Yeah. I mean, look, the Patriots are, are – do you want to talk about another topic? The Patriots are struggling. Yeah. They're they're um they're not as great as they used to be. And Tom Brady is – it's not – he's not the GOAT that we know, that we've that we've been able to see in the last 15 years, 16 years, whatever long, 17, whatever, how long he's playing – this issue is now you lose a, a good receiver. It's rough now. Now you got to look to another guy on the bench, and and you and the Patriots knew what they were doing when they traded a low, a low draft pick for Josh Gordon. They know there could be a situation like this, and 
you know, smart job on the Patriots front office that they traded a a low pick and not a you know a second or a third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's uh yeah it's it's a bummer. So I think let's let's go on to our next topic. Cam Newton is going to be sitting the final two games due to a, so, a shoulder injury. He's had zero touchdowns and five interceptions uh, in the last six games, which the, with the six game losing streak. When it, and, and and that is that's a wild statistic for a guy who was an MVP and went to the Super Bowl not too long ago. I mean, he's been battling shoulder troubles for the last like two months, right? Yeah, I think uh, October twenty first against Philadelphia is when they first started. So, you know, I I think that six game losing streak and then him hurting his shoulder then it just kind of correlates to where I don't think he's been healthy at all for the last two months. I mean, you can see. I mean, if if it was fifteen yards or 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 more, it was because he. I don't know. If you, I don't know if you ever knows how he throws. It's all upper body. He's yeah. got such a yeah, strong, yeah. Sh- strong arm that a lot of the throws are more upper body, and he's not really planting with his back foot. And you can just see that when he's doing it, it looks like there's so much pain, and it looks like it, it's taking a lot for him to throw. And in the fit, and like, and even short pass, he's not even making it. Yep. So and now they're out of the playoffs. They're out of a playoff race. I mean, look, there has to be a stupid amount of situations and scenarios to to happen for the Panthers to get in the playoffs. But realistically, they're done. So I think that this is a smart move on the Panthers, and I think it's a really smart move on Cam Newton's career. The final two games, look, they're not, they're not going anywhere. And if you want him to continue to get hurt, he probably gets. I have a feeling he'll get surgery in the offseason. Yeah, for sure. And just to move on to another team with a quarterback who's been a little injured but may or may not play Packers with Aaron Rodgers. They're out of the playoff hunt now. And it says Aaron Rodgers is expected to play, but do you think he will? I think so. I really think so because the guy's a competitor. I mean, I mean, look, you know what? In saying that, Cam Newton's also a competitor. I think, I think Rodgers still going to play. Um, I think it's a pride factor for him having the past couple seasons with injuries. I mean, Newton this is the first time I, I've really heard that he's been hurt and dealing with these these sorts of injuries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with Aaron Rodgers, I think with this troubled season that they've had and firing their coach and the rumors are going around that it's like it's not only the coach's fault but his fault in, in a little way in, in some sort of way. But it's uh, it's tough. It's a tough thing to, to uh, look upon. Do you think he'll uh, – do you think he'll play on the next two games? I, I honestly don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't because it's also getting to that time in the season where there's going to be a lot of, you know, Matt Flynn quarterbacks out there. If you don't know what I'm talking about, backup quarterbacks that come in, play amazing for two games, and then go get a nice fat contract next season. This was announced. The Bills, of course, don't have anybody, which is, I think, uh, everyone thought. But the guys that were that were snubbed off the list, there's a couple guys that I saw that were absolutely – should have been on there. Like Darius Liner for the Colts. That's not even a question. Not even a question. Leads the whole league in tackles. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a shoo-in to be an all-pro. Absolutely. And that's the stupid thing. All-pro, the difference between an all-pro player and then a pro Bowl player, you're telling me this guy, I, I think absolutely Darius Liner should be an all-pro. Yeah. But won't make it to the Pro Bowl. Which doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Yeah, so he came out and said he wants 40 tackles against the Giants just to, you know, show I was laughing when when me and Liam were talking about that. That's hysterical. The fact that, like, this guy who who absolutely wants a revenge... Like, this is a revenge game against not only just, like, the the Giants, like the NFL. Like, he just wants to... He's going to kill Eli. Oh, yeah. If he sees Eli, (laughs) if there's an opening, if he gets around to get a sack... He might put Eli in the dirt, like oh, yeah. gravestone. Absolutely, he'll he'll take that. Uh, what do you call it? Unsportsmanlike penalty. I'm just tossing him into the ground just to prove a point. Oh, absolutely. And I, then another Colt, Andrew Luck, snubbed. Definitely snubbed. And I think the only reason he got snubbed was because Tom Brady. I think Brady so too. makes it every year. It's just status quo. You know, Brady's a Pro Bowler, but this year he hasn't been playing like a Pro Bowler. Or even if he has, Andrew Luck's been playing a lot better than him. He. Took the Colts to – if you told me the Colts would be at this point in the beginning of the season, I would have said no shot. But he completely turned that team around, and he's been playing out of his mind. And now the guy is uh, Christian McCaffrey for the Panthers. It's it's hard to argue that Todd Gurley – you have Todd Gurley, you have Saquon Barkley, you have Zeke, 
big name guys in the NFC. But then you have Christian McCaffrey, who overall, the catch and also running, first of all, if you have a fantasy, he's a fantasyable god. You know, he he has so where Gurley really shines is that he has, like I said, after the, those catching plays, he has six, 768 yards receiving and six touchdowns, better than all three who made the who made the Pro Bowler, which was Pro Bowl, which was Zeke, Barkley, and Gurley. And McCaffrey is fourth, fourteenth in the NFL overall in receiving yardage, including receivers and tight ends. So he's ranked fourteenth in that in that statistic, and he's not even a freaking receiver. So I think that's one guy that's kind of a big. Big bust as well. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I don't. I don't think there were really too many other busts. Right? Alvin Kamara was a bust. Oh yeah, all right, that was going too. And uh, Van Der Esch, the linebacker yeah. for the Cowboys, who I thought was kind of a big bust. But yeah, who? Oh, who got over? Who got in over him? I had to look back. I, I can't remember, but I know he he made a really good case to get in. What I liked was I think the the nice one to see was was Philip Lindsay. I mean, everyone knew Von Miller was going to make the Pro Bowl for the Broncos, but Philip Lindsay, That's undrafted, a crazy story. He didn't get D one recruits, D one scholarships, and he makes the Pro Bowl. Yeah, he's the first undrafted rookie to make the Pro it's Bowl. It's awesome story. It's absolutely awesome, and it's that that's that's like the story of the year, I would say, in the, in the NFL. Yeah, for sure, for sure. The Chargers had, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys make the Pro Bowl. I think they led. All teams. Chiefs had six. And probably would have been seven. Raiders had zero. Uh, Cowboys had six. Giants had three. Giants and Jets both had three. Landon Collins, Staquan Barkley, and um, and Rosas. Kicker for the for the Giants. And the Jets also had three. So it's Jets and Giants come up clutch this year. I think the Giants didn't have any. Jets didn't have any last year. Didn't have one. They didn't have one Pro Bowl guy last year, which was which was one of the things that Jamal Adams was so mad about. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he had a great rookie season, but this year he's had a very great season. I almost died. You guys see that? <laughs> almost died. Kind of hoping for. <gasps> hey, what the fuck was that? <laughs> mad dick. And uh, and the Bears, of course, Khalil Mack, Eddie Jackson, who's a freaking savage this year. Yeah. I, he, I think he has a trillion interceptions. I don't know. He yeah, picked he it off everybody. Six or seven. Yeah, Kyle Fuller also has amazing. Uh, has had a great season for them. And uh, so yeah, I, I think uh, and you know what? Did you think Aaron Rodgers should have made it? I think it's also another one of those Brady things. Like Brady is Pro Bowl every year. Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Pro Bowl every year. You know until he really falls off. I'm surprised Stephon Diggs didn't make it. He's had a good season, but I don't yeah, really... this is his first season with a thousand uh, receiving yards. Yeah, Adam Thielen made, of course. I mean, he's had a historic season. Oh, yeah, first yeah. eight games had over 100 yards receiving. Matt Matt Ryan didn't make the Pro Bowl. Wow. Okay. That's just another quarterback you can just name. Uh, Julio Jones and Alex Mack from the yep. from there made it. Uh, the Saints had Breeze, Cameron Jordan, uh, Michael Thomas. There's two more guys' names I just yeah, can't yeah, remember yeah. right now. But yeah, so it's um, it was there's definitely some names that were left off the list, but overall I'm happy with the Giants selections. Me too. I feel like all those guys deserved it. I think after the new year we should do a prediction show like we did with baseball off season. Okay. We should do like prediction for like awards. Ooh, I like that. Who should win like and we should make up our own awards. Okay. I don't know how it works. End of the bench awards. Ooh. I like it. End of the bench awards. Look at that. Liam Combe clutch with topics. Alright, let's get into some baseball. Wait, we got one more football. Oh we one do. I'm sorry. My bad. What do we got? So Pat Mahomes, everyone knows he loves ketchup. He puts ketchup on his steak especially and ketchup on and everything. I'm like, he doesn't want like mac and cheese too. Yeah. That's gross. I've heard of that though. Yeah, that's a thing. Not really, really steak. Well, like if you get... I've seen steak before. If you get a bacon, egg, and cheese, salt, pepper, ketchup, what's the difference between putting ketchup on your cheese there? Well, you're putting cheese like on... You're putting you put cheese on, on a burger? I mean, too? you're putting your ketchup I mean, on pasta? It's cheese. So cheese, if there's mainly, cheese, mainly you can cheese. put ketchup. Okay. You can put ketchup on cheese. All okay. right, so Pat Mahomes signed an endorsement contract with Hunt's Ketchup. Heinz Ketchup tweeted at him trying to you know, get saw him that. to sign. They said, hey, Pat Mahomes, you give us 57 touchdowns, we'll give you Heinz on your steak for life. It's a lot. It's a lot yeah, to ask so for. Hunt's won that battle. I'm more of a Heinz person. How I'm more of a Heinz. Yeah, I'm a Heinz guy. I'm a Heinz guy, too. Tap the side of the glass. Tap the top. 45 degree angle. That's yep. how you get it to flow at the diner. Wait, I usually put the knife in there. Pull out, rookie. 
pull out game, pull out game, nice. Pull out game weak, <laughs> yo. You gotta. What you need to do is 45 degree angle. Yeah, I know. Two fingers. You tap on the 57, and it goes. Those flows right. It normally comes out way too quick. Though. It gets and you have no idea. And then you, you get a pile of ketchup yeah, on you your burger. You you're like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> you got a bowl of ketchup. There. <laughs> All right. So how do you guys feel about ketchup on steak and then ketchup in general? Um, I'm very, very cautious with the ketchup. I'm pro ketchup. My mom absolutely hates it. She's like, how could you put ketchup on a hot dog? Oh, no hot dog. You put ketchup on a hot dog? Yeah. Oh, no. I'm all like mustard on hot people. dog. Mustard on hot dog. No ketchup. I don't like mustard. Yeah, I'm not a mustard. I'm person. not a yellow mustard person. I'm a honey mustard person. Yeah. I like honey mustard. I like I like yellow mustard. I like I like spicy mustard. Spicy mustard is my favorite. I think with with and what's so funny is is that I burnt if I have an option to put something else in my burger like a barbecue sauce maybe or a like a chipotle aioli. Ooh. Or a. I'm a big chipotle fan. I'm a hot sauce guy. I'm a hot sauce guy too. But it's more of like the ketchup is if it's on a. Bacon, egg, bacon, egg, and cheese. You don't really. You're not. You're not really that limited ketchup. I'm, I'm very limited. I'm ketchup. not. Like I got some. French like fries. I don't. I, I'm I feel scooping like scooping up I, as much ketchup on those French fries. As I, I, yeah. I, I want to say. Oh, right before we now. get into our next segment, I want to say if I offend you right now, I apologize. Um, I think if you put ketchup all over your French fries, I think you're a psychopath. Like no, you no, no. It. You got to just eat them with eat them with a fork. Stay clean. No, dude. I, I, I'll, I'm, I I'm, catch, you, I'm ketchup on the side. All right, you get a side of fries. You get a side of fries. Yes, you're not covering your fries. Absolutely I not. Pour it in the corner. Thank you. Mm, what if you got no room in that corner? Well, we're making room. And the, the fries in that corner are, uh, yeah, you know, honestly, yeah, like Taylor said, I'm making room. We're making room, making room. But then you start moving fries around, you start flicking them out of the cardboard box at the baseball game. You lose. I feel fries. like you're a psychopath. You drown your thing in, in ketchup. Well, then I'm a psychopath. Well, you think you were psychopath to be on? No, 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 no. <laughs> Wait, well, I was just gonna say something. Um, now, what were we talking about before you started going off on your little tangent right there? Ketchup, mustard. I don't remember what it was. No one cares. No All one right, cares. If you remember, yeah, bring well, it up. Well, All right, so Major League Baseball has has done has something historic yesterday. MLB Players Association, MLB, and the Cuban Baseball Federation have reached an agreement that will allow players from the island of Cuba to sign big league contracts without defecting, which is an effort to eliminate dangerous trafficking that has gone on for decades at a time. This is, I don't know, this may be one of the bigger things in the last decade that the baseball has done. I mean, instant replay is one of them, and I think this. This is gigantic. You've had guys over the years defect from Cuba in ways that people would, if you, when they read the story, they're like, you guys are nuts. That Their dream, their one dream, these players want to play professional baseball and make the real money and live the American dream while risking their lives. I mean, Yasiel Puig, this man defected from Cuba. That's a crazy story. This man defected from Cuba. Got these these. He was basically smuggled out by like the Mexican, like um, the Cuban, like the Cuban uh, cartel. Basically, yeah. They th- they threatened to cut off his arm if they didn't pay this this cartel a certain amount of money. It's like two hundred fifty grand. And yeah, it was to get his like freedom. So he he did it. Cut off his arm. Yeah, mm-hmm. his throwing arm. Some like. Criminal mind shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is some real life shit, guys. So yeah, they got him out of Cuba. Yeah. Took him to a small island on the what is it, Yucatan Peninsula, and then waited for the guys from America, who you know were kind of involved, saying who were picking him up. Exactly, who were picking him up. They held him basically hostage on this island and waited for the people picking him up to give him two fifty G's. This is some real shit, guys. Now he's making bread. Yeah. yeah, he's making a good amount of money now. But the thing is, this is this is what these players are, that go through. Like, do you know how many great players in Major League Baseball that are Cuban? You got Araldis Chapman. You got Yoan Mancada. You have Yoan set over the same way. There's different ways. There's but they're but they're not always getting caught. But they're always there's always a they're always fl- like in these small little rafts and yeah. going in the middle of the night, pitch black, trying to get to the other side I and mean, get into Florida. Without getting caught, you also have like 
uh, Jose Abreu, Yasiel Puig. There's so many names that I can't even rattle off. And they used to get paid $50 a month. That's from an article I read. I forgot. I, got, I should have the source. In Cuba? On. Yeah. That's ridiculous. And now, you know, the guys are getting paid millions of dollars now when they're in Major League Baseball. But so for the agreement, it took three years to get done. So there has to be a release fee to the Cuban League. Cuban players, um, excuse me, they have must be 25 years or older and have at least six years in the Cuban League to be able to defect. They can't defect if they're 19 or 20, whatever, where their top talent is. Oh, at. so you're getting like whether they're – at their prime in that league, so you're getting you're like the you're in prime in baseball almost. is like 25 to 28 or 20 or like to 27. So you're getting just like, I feel like a good a good filler for your team at that point. You're getting right? you're getting you're getting a guy a player that's played in this Cuban league probably when he was a teenager till 25 years old, playing, seeing consistent at bats. How would you compare the two leagues? Cuban league is not great. Not great. No, I wouldn't. There's not a ton of great talent. There, there is great talent, but it's not like baseball where there's talent all over. So, like, would, would like would you compare it to like the minors? Uh, I don't really know. It's hard to compare things like that. Like J- Japan's league. Yeah, probably the number two, right? I would say, and their league is uh, not that great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The pitching's not great. Hitter, it's like it. It's like a diamond in a rough. When you exactly. find when you I find agree. great players like Adeki Matsu signed a time, legit sign a deal. Yesterday would yesterday would have been the 16 years to the day yesterday that he signed this big deal. I still don't think this whole pact is good. Why not? Because they have to. They must be 25 years old and have six years of service in the Cuban league. So you're still gonna get, you know, a ton of people defecting because oh, they want to get that American money when they're 20, not when they're 26. Interesting. Okay. So I it, it's it's you know it's good, but I don't think it's good enough. And you gotta think about the policy too that that President Trump's trying to get get like to, to, to like seal the wall up, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know we're not trying to be political here, but that's like something that, that you gotta look look at. They're trying to do this, and then the Major League Baseball, the Players Association, the Cuban League have kind of just almost knocked it down. Almost they said, yeah, you can defect if you want, but not defect. You can leave there. If there's a certain legally, time yeah, legally. Yeah. I just think this is a, is a is an awesome movement for baseball, but also it's. You gotta think baseball. This they're only doing this because they want to get more money. That's it. That's exactly. All it brings at. in the names. It brings in the money. And you gotta think of the guys that have defected, right? The only way that baseball's helping that player out is by paying him. They're not helping the family. Yep. I don't know if you guys. True. I don't know if you guys know, but how it works? If you defect from Cuba, and your family is still in Cuba, their lives are destroyed. Yeah. Right. Because because the, di- the dictatorship ruins their lives. They take things away. You don't get certain things. They make your life a living hell because your son left to go play professional baseball because it's against the law. Yeah, and, and then that's why a lot of the guys who do have to or who, who do try to leave Cuba, they try to bring as many family members as they can with right. them. Right, and then and they never go back. Yep, ever go back. So it's it's a very it sounds sensitive. like a miserable place to live. Yeah. Yeah, it's not great. I mean, it's great weather. You know, it's, cool. it's probably a great scenery some parts of the area, but I, I, I've, I think it's not a cool place to live. Dictatorship. I, you know, it's probably like North know? Korea. It's cool to go on those tours and look around and see everything, but like I ain't going to North Korea. When you're actually living there, behind the scenes, exactly behind the the fake, uh, the fake stores. Outside of the tourism area. Yes. Yes. Like when I went to, when I, I don't went think to people Dubai, tour. Oh yeah. Like I saw outside of. Dubai. I would not want to go there. <laughs> yeah, there's some sketchballs. Yeah. The Middle East is not where you want to be as a person <laughs> living ever. Yeah, probably not. So Manny Machado met with the Yankees on Wednesday for about 90 minutes to talk about the Phillies. No. <laughs> Which is a pretty funny thing I saw on Twitter. Well, you saw on Twitter. Uh, there was a people saw on Twitter this picture of him smiling, photoshopped in a Yankee jersey on the Jumbotron. As he's walking through the stadium doing his tour. I feel like the Yankees should stop doing that. Because the last time they did that, they did it with Patrick Corman. He left. And it just looks bad. I understand why you do it. What do they do? They put him out on the big screen and, and out, they, in the outfield? Yeah, and, and the, in the Jumbotron. And they, and they Photoshop him into and a Yankee, Yankee jersey. Nah, you can't do that. I understand why they do that. I, I do. It's pretty understandable. But I feel like 
if I feel like you're just putting like a curse on yourself by doing that. Yeah, and also, but yeah. if like if they if but if they also get signed, they get signed somewhere else. It looks bad. Yeah, you definitely. know, that, I'm sure that picture will come up somewhere. It comes, it's everywhere. Like the Patrick Corbin one's still yeah. roaming. So he met with the, the Chicago White Sox on Monday, and his brother-in-law Yander Alonso got signed by the White Sox on Monday. That for the White Sox was a huge thing for for a huge deal when it comes to trying to. Laurel uh, try to bring in Manny Machado to their to to the roster. I think it's a great idea. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good first baseman. They'll drive in twenty five and maybe seventy five or eighty, about like two seventy five, hopefully. Uh, I think it's a great idea that they did that. But at the end of the game, and also on Thursday, which we're recording on Thursday, he's meeting with the Phillies. Machado's meeting with the Phillies. So if the, all this stuff's going on, it was a good 90-minute uh, meeting with the Yankees. Are you, Liam, are you comfortable with where all this is sitting when it comes to Machado going to the Yankees or not? Yeah, I mean, at this point, I'm pretty much, if they don't get Machado or Harper, I'm really not, it's, really not going to care because I think they have a good team. But obviously, if they get Machado, it's going to help. So I want Machado, but True. if they don't land him, it's not like the biggest thing in the world to me. All right, so our next topic... And our last topic for baseball, and we're going to jump into the NBA. Mariners signed a 25-year naming right with T-Mobile. Now, for all you Seattle Mariners fans that are listening, you know your your stadium is now going to be changed from Safeco to now T-Mobile. I, I don't know how you guys feel, but I will, will always remember it as Safeco Field. Safe, Safeco Insurance was what it's really called. But. Isn't isn't the one in Vegas called T-Mobile Arena? Yes. Stone is right. Me and Tyler were talking about this before. Yes. The, 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 the Vegas nice, right? T-Mobile yep. just buying arenas, <laughs> taking them over. Yeah, they're doing pretty well. So this one's called what, T-Mobile Park? Yes. Beginning its new deal on January 1st. That runs 25 years, so that goes to 2043. If your math geniuses out there can add from this year to the next 25. So, yes, 2043 it runs to. It's a long time from now. What's when we were? When, I mean, I know Liam went also when we went to Ireland at the Guinness factory. They have a, it's like a eight hundred year lease on that building or something yeah. like Jesus that. Jesus Christ! It was like eight hundred uh-huh. or yeah, they were like two hundred years into like their eight hundred year lease. That's wild. Thinking for the future. Exactly. Uh, they got <laughs> pumping Guinness out there for a little while. <laughs> Definitely. So yeah, twenty-five year lease. Uh, I think it's pretty cool, but I, I will always remember it as Safeco. Yeah, that's gonna be one of those things when someone says like, "Oh, where are the Mariners play Safeco." Yes. Just because it's been that way my whole life. Absolutely. I think the coolest name is Tropicana Field in Tampa Bay. Stamp- I heard that field's kind of a dump, though. I've never been to it, but they're making new. Uh, oh, they're remodeling it, right? I think they're tearing that shit down. And- building somewhere else oh okay but i know oakland you see oakland's renderings of their their uh new stadium yeah that looks like the biggest tourist attraction i've ever seen oakland a's yeah unreal looks amazing gonna have to check it out so i uh, yeah i would definitely check that out go look on their twitter page or something like that all right nba trade rumors have been stirring the past couple weeks lebron james to the knicks no. That's false. That's the most false trade rumor ever. But that'd be awesome. Uh, Anthony Davis trade rumors. Liam, thoughts? We got a lot. I did a lot of research on this last night. I was listening to a, I listened to a lot of people talk, especially Rachel Nichols. Shout out, Rachel. Come Shout out, Rachel. Um, that would be awesome if we got her on the podcast. So, Anthony Davis, his name is everywhere. You had LeBron come out and say it would be amazing if the Lakers landed him. The Celtics obviously interested. Giannis came out after last night's game and said, come to the Bucks, man. That's what he exactly told AD in the hallway. And then the Pelicans, they're obviously still in the mix. AD hasn't said exactly like what he plans to do, if he plans on re-signing, if he wants to get moved. Pelicans can sign him to a Supermax after this season. And if he doesn't sign the Supermax, it just makes sense for the Pelicans to trade him and get value. Or else you have what happened with OKC and KD where he just walks and you get nothing for him. So I would say the number one team right now to get him this season is the Lakers. You really think it's going to happen this season? I think if the Lakers can get him, it has to be before the season ends because the Celtics can't trade for AD unless they trade Kyrie for him. 
because Kyrie's a designated player. You can only have one designated player contract on your team, and Anthony Davis and Kyrie are both designated. So once the offseason hits, Kyrie can sign another contract to get him off the designated uh, label, which would make them like legally able to acquire Anthony Davis. I think if the Pelicans start flattening out and they start losing, maybe I think I'll see a trade happening. The, but basically, if the Lakers want him, they got to get him this season. Because who would the Lakers trade then? Would they trade Lonzo? Would they trade Kyle Kuzma in a draft pick? Like I, I, I don't think you trade Kuzma. I think it would have to be a combo of like Lonzo, Josh Hart, and a pick, or Ingram, Josh Hart, and a pick, something like that. But basically, the Lakers have to do it this season because they can't compete with the assets Boston has. Imagine LeBron and Anthony Davis together. That would be two top five cool. players on one roster. Yeah, you put him on any of those teams: um, the Bucks, Celtics, or Lakers. And on the Kubo, what do you and do yeah. after that, do you start building a super team. I think you got a super team with just both of them. With yeah. LeBron and Anthony Davis. Guys play like, both. They both play offense and defense. Like it's the best. Like the Warriors game. super team. I don't think anyone's gonna get a super team like that anytime soon. Because a lot of the guys that they got were draft were draft picks, and then was then the Dave. It was Durant and and Cousins that were most that were free agents, mm-hmm. but. Um, look, I it's it's fun to listen to. I mean, Anthony Davis said, "I don't really care about talking about it." Yeah. Right? Um, be nice. To see, it'd be pretty cool to see. But if I had to pick one of these teams that would potentially that, that I would see Anthony Davis going to is probably the Lakers. I can't see the Celtics. They have. I don't think they're ready to give up anything. Like they're the yeah. Pelicans are going to want like Tatum or, or I mean, they would Jalen Brown. They would have to give up like. At least Terry Rozier, another guy, and like two firsts. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so before we wrap this up, we got uh, the Rockets made a record 26 three-pointers in the win over the Wizards. Cash and threes. Yeah, that's an insane number. Insane. That was an early stat with Stone. We, yeah. we, we, I don't know if you know, we had a stat without Stone. I know, I listened. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I have, have work. <laughs> so that was, that was our stat with Stone today. Exactly. All right, so we will take a quick break, and then we'll jump into our special segments. It's not really a break for them, though. It's, it's a break just, for us. It's like count it's to a, five, and it's a, it's a it's a quick, it's a quick break. Back. Quick break, very quick. Okay. See how quick that was? Five seconds. That was real fast, <laughs> real fast. Special segments. This is a special one right here. We're not going to do top three today, but we're going to do a game called. What's your top three, though? What? We're not going to get into it again. No, Two episodes the trios, again. No, don't <laughs> fucking trio. talk. We're done. We're not talking about that shit anymore. All right, so this is going to be about, is it a real bowl game or is it a fake bowl game? That's the game we're playing. Austin, our producer Stone, found a list of fake and real, and you're going to name them off, and we're going to try to guess. And Is there any detail behind this? Or like who's playing in the game? And um, Let me see. Let me see what I got here. So me and Lee are going to yeah, watch play. I got teams and stuff. Okay, you got teams and bowl games? Yeah, I could tell you what time it is. I tell you location? Um, is it location? Yes. Yes, I can. Okay. All right, so Liam, are you ready? Ready. Not okay. To, not supposed to look at it. That's yeah, fine. yeah, you can't look. You can't look. Okay. All right, so oh man, we got ads popping up. Give me a second. I'm sorry. It's okay. So um, this this is actually funny because bowl season is upon us. That's this true. this past Saturday, <laughs> I I started talking. I gave the mic to William. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, yeah, this past Saturday we had our first couple of bowl games, but of course, once New Year's hits, there's going to be a ridiculous amount of bowl games in the next couple of weeks. There's going to be bowl games up the ass. So we're going to play this game. Uh, how many how many were we to play here? How many different selections? Would you do like three or five? We'll do, uh, I don't know. What do you think, Stone? I'm just going to start reading them off, and then we'll figure it out. I'll do like, I don't know. You want to do like first to five? First, first to five, five correct? First to and we five just rotate? Correct. Yeah. Oh, okay. We first to five correct. Like All right, who's starting first? Right. Uh, up to you. I don't give a shit what you guys do. Uh, no. Ready? Do rock, paper, scissors right now. Well, that's bad for bad radio. This is bad radio. No, it's rock, paper, scissors. Ready? Rock, paper, scissors, says shoot. Okay. Liam wins. How is that bad radio? Because they can't see it. <laughs> That's all right. They don't need to see it. They heard it. We were slapping <laughs> yeah, exactly. the hands. And you know what we should do? What? Cue music. We'll have music in the background. Once the do, do, Edit that do, in. Someone. Yeah. Da, Me. Da, da. <laughs> yeah, what do we have? Editing team? Get out of here. 
All right, ready? The first one is the Gator Bowl presented by the IRS. Uh, it's going to be Iowa. It's Iowa versus Tennessee in Jacksonville, Florida. I'm giving that yes. No, it's fake. Uh, I didn't know. I don't know. The Gator Bowl sounds All right, the next one is going to be. It's going to be. I want hard ones. Do I get? Yeah. Exactly. I want, I want so the this one. Hard ones. This one. Oh, you want a hard one? Yeah, real or fake. Okay, this is going to be. In Boise, Idaho. Okay. The Idaho Potato Bowl. It's BYU versus Western Michigan. That's real. That's correct. Bingo. Let's put that in the books. That's correct. No cheating. Don't cheat. I'm not cheating. You guys can't cheat. Now I got the Las Vegas Bowl, which is in Las Vegas, Nevada, and it's Fresno State versus Arizona State. That is real. That's correct. That is correct. All right. 1v1. There's got to be, like, cooler ones in here. Oh, all right. We got the, we got the Go Daddy Bowl. It's Toledo versus Arkansas State. And it's in Alabama. That's real. That's correct. It is real. It's two for two. Taylor's up 2-1. We got the Ticket City Cactus Bowl, which is Washington versus Oklahoma State. And it's in Temp Tempe, Arizona. That's fake. It's incorrect. It's real. Damn. I knew that was real. <laughs> Now we got we got the Kings Hawaiian Roll Bowl. It's Fresno State versus Rice in Honolulu, Hawaii. Hmm. I'm gonna say it's real. Incorrect. Fuck. That's a fake one. Oh man. Well, because I know like Hawaiian rolls are a thing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. So that's that, why I'm right, gonna be honest with you. That is the most addictive. What's rice? Is that even a school? Is that a school somewhere? Yes. I thought they were trying to mess around with us. The first one I got right, Fresno State was playing. I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need that. We got the Vizio Fiesta Bowl, like the TV. Vizio. That doesn't exist. It's Boise State versus Arizona in Glendale, Arizona. No. No? Let's see. Let's see. It's real. No! <laughs> oh, no way. That's it. Oh, maybe not anymore. I think the contract they could, be up now. I mean, who knows? Oh, actually, it is up. That's right. There could be multiple. Uh, no, I think that's I think that's 100% right. We got the Remember the Alamo Bowl. Kansas State versus UCLA in San Antonio, Texas. That's a toughie. Teams again? Oh, I'm saying that's yeah, bad. like that's gonna help you, yeah, Kansas State versus UCLA. <laughs> Remember the Alamo Bowl. Remember the Alamo Bowl. Alamo is it's, a, it's like a rental car company, also, but I don't know what Alamo we're talking about. Here. I'm gonna have to say no. I'm gonna say it's you're gonna say fake. it's fake. It's a fake bowl. It is a fake bowl. Bingo, that's three. Oh boy, Liam, looking looking rough right now. I need to come back right now. All we right, that was up three one. We got the Tangerine Bowl, Oklahoma versus Clemson in Orlando, Florida. It's fake. That was the easiest one I've ever heard. It, the, it actually says trick one. It's sort of both. Huh? What I do don't know. No, that's fake. They're not even playing each other. Yeah. Uh, that was I don't know why. Ever seen one. Yeah, nice. no, but it doesn't matter. If, uh, no, well, yeah, I guess it does. But yeah, it could Oklahoma's be like, playing Alabama. It could be like the... Uh, Shut up. <laughs> so it's three to me. Um, Liam, you only got two, right? Yeah. Oh, Jesus, struggle. I want hard one, Stone. We got one. the Cure Bowl in Orlando, Florida, Tulane versus Louisiana. And just like I want to know, we didn't even look at the list of bowl games. We were coming in cold. Here. Yeah, no idea. Not a clue. Um, say one more time. The Cure Bowl, C-U-R-E, Orlando, Florida, Tulane, Louisiana. I want to say it's fake. Incorrect. Real. Oh, you knew that? Yeah. Fuck. Real. Damn it. All right. This is, that was huge for you. 
So what are we at? We tied. We tied three three. Three two. Oh, I'm I down one. You don't get it. You don't get the point for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right answers only. Um, now we have the Gasparilla Bowl. That's real. It is real. Oh my god! Yeah. How did you know that? One of my friends goes to Tampa. Yeah. It's in. Like it's in Tampa. Damn, you know the inside yeah. info. Wow, I had no idea. Wow, that was huge. We got oh, shit, Liam. three three. We got the Kleenex Cotton Bowl Classic. Michigan State versus Baylor. That's fake. That was easy. That was a gimme. That was a gimme. Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah. Four to three. Me. You have less licks. Wait, so that was a gimme? That one? What's what do we what do we what's the score here? What's the score here? Four three. Four three. Should I give Liam a give me? So we get. Oh, <laughs> uh, did I? I had like two gives. Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> there's, there's like some, like the Taylor Swift presents Shake It Off Bowl. Like I, I, won't, <laughs> I won't give me that one. <laughs> um. Oh, some of these are stupid. Oh, okay. This one's a little tough. The GM Auto Bowl. Rutgers versus North Carolina in Detroit, Michigan. I'm saying no because I don't think Rutgers won enough games to get into a bowl. No, nah, it's fake. Yeah. All right, four four Taylor can win it right if, now. If if I if you got that wrong, I judge you a ton. Rutgers. They should first like high school team. Maybe they have one or two. Okay, we got the Boca Raton Bowl. Yeah. Marshall versus Northern Illinois in Boca Raton, Florida. That's real. Correct? It is. It is real. And uh, your 2018 real or fake bowl game winner. Taylor Ringle. Taylor Ringle. That was pretty cool. There's some, we are like, shaking on There's some dumb ones on here, though. <laughs> like the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. Is, is that, that a real thing? Lockheed Martin is a, is a very oh, yeah, that military, is real. military Then there's like like the Mickey's Citrus Bowl, the Bloomin' Onion Bowl, <laughs> the Samuel L. Jackson Orange Bowl. That's 100% fake. That's the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Men's Warehouse two for one bowl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into uh, our Derek Jeter Bowl. Ooh. Boston College versus Penn State in the Bronx. <laughs> in the Bronx. All right, let's go to our last uh, special segment. It's a def- it's a it's a pretty uh, pretty good. Would you wear? Because Liam actually just. What, bought this thing, am I correct? Correct. Talk, speaking into the mic. I'm speaking into the mic. Speaking the mic. It's coming up loud. Okay. I'm yelling. Okay. All right. So, our first, would you wear it? We can't even wear this. Uh, your dog can wear this. Okay. So Supreme, uh, paired with a company called Stife. Stife has made a lot of expensive plush bears. Uh, to date, their most expensive one was a collab with Louis Vuitton that sold for $1.978 million in auction. What the fuck? Yeah. So these bears hold value. It? Uh, Regular size. Like a regular teddy bear. Like a lotso? Like a lotso bear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did yeah, he yeah. smell like strawberries? No, they don't. Oh. No. So here's the bear. It's just a tan bear. has the little stife uh, ear earpiece, and then it's wearing a Supreme Box logo hoodie retailing for 178 and you just scooped it. And I got it. So I'll Congratulations. Be you're flipping it for how much? Six. Uh, probably five, six hundred dollars <laughs> is looking like right now. God damn it. Why do people want these fucking bears? I understand why you bought lit. it. I understand why Liam bought it. I'm in the business of making money. I know, but the people that are buying this shit, it's like so dumb. Six hundred dollars teddy bear with a Supreme thing on it. If you just took it off. You're telling know. me that if you had a $600 teddy bear sitting on your dresser, everybody that walked into this room, you wouldn't point out that it's a $600 teddy bear yeah, sitting I on would. your dresser? I would, but it's like, why would I buy it for $600? You don't. You do what Liam does, buy it for retail. I understand that, but... The they, people that buy it for resale are idiots. Yeah. <laughs> There's gonna be, I mean, I don't think idiots. I think they're just going to have enough money to pay. Yeah, they got, they're trying to... They got money to throw around. Instead of burning it, why not get a $600 teddy bear? 
Or you buy the $600 teddy bear, you take off the little Supreme hoodie, and then you can put it on your, like, baby or your yes. uh, your infant child or, like, your yeah. small chihuahua. My kid's coming out of the womb in a box logo, and he's going to be <laughs> – nobody's going to know what's going on, but he's going to be looking lit. He's looking lit AF? Yeah. Oh, my God. What's our next one? All right. Our next one up uh, is the Nike Zoom LeBron 3 metallic gold so this is one of first uh lebron's first retros to drop everyone knows michael jordan is the king of retros yes sir he had the ones the twos the threes you know all the way up to uh 33 so basically once a shoe comes out that's it and then usually 10 years later so they'll start releasing what they call retro versions of it right so lebron finally got his retro version of the lebron three uh it's pretty uh Pretty plain, just black and gold. What do you guys think? Not a fan. Not a fan. Boring. And that so, that retailed for one seventy five, and the current market price is around two fifty right now. Yeah, I don't know. That just it looks like a it looks like a boot. It looks like a boot slash Very cleat, chunky. right? Yeah. It looks chunky. Yeah, I like the streamline. I was rocking Roche runs for like seven years. Hell yeah! So. I feel like everybody in our age was yeah. uh, when they when it came that out. Was a shoe. I think I've had like seven pairs of Roche runs. Like I have four actually, of them were all black. Just I kept on getting them, but I've actually never owned a Roche run. My brother has. They owned. were comfy, and then I stepped over into the Adidas. The yeah, the Ultra Boost world. But then I tried on Yeezys, and those those are literally just like walking on memory foam at all times. It's fantastic. Uh, a Yeezy. And what's our last? Our last one. So NBA does kind of different things with their jerseys a lot. Mm-hmm. This year they made city edition uniforms. So a bunch of teams have them. They just came out, I think Wednesday, their first sale for the public. Ooh, the sick. Nuggets, dude. The Nuggets are yeah. sick. So just scroll down, and uh, this is bad radio, but we'll be looking through the jerseys and show you. So the Lakers, nice purple with the black pinstripes and some interesting font. Oh, there is pinstripes on that jersey. That's kind of cool. That's different. Yeah, so Lakers usually, they usually just, they have the plain classic kind of jerseys, the yellow, the purple, the white, but this one's definitely a little different with the pinstripes. You have the Mavericks, which is like a neon blue going on. What is on that jersey? Is that their their logo? logo. It's like a Maverick horse with like a basketball infused. Damn, Cleveland's just kind of ugly. It's burnt orange with blue. You're you're jumping. Oh, there we go. You don't like the Cleveland one, Taylor? No, I think it looks kind of gross. Wow, I don't know. That's kind of cool. Interesting. So what do they got? These are going to be like thirds or fourth. The Miami ones exactly. are They're sick. Like the third Miami. City Welcome editions. to Miami. Miami. Yeah, I like that a lot. I like that too. Uh, the well, Memphis the, Grizzly the one. Memphis I've seen a lot of these already. Sick. I've definitely seen a lot of these. The Bucks one I've never seen. That the, one's that looks like a soccer wild. jersey, no? Yeah. <laughs> I think my favorite on this list is the Nuggets one. It's it's like I, like I told last week episode with the throwback jerseys. Oh, with the mountains. Yeah, yeah like the eighties. Uh, the Jazz, the Jasmine side. The Jazz used to have that too. Does Billy have that jersey? Somebody like has that jersey. Uh, the jerseys fly. And AF. then the Wizard to cap it off. They're going with the jersey that just says the District of Columbia. That's sick. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I think the the, the Nuggets one's probably the best one. I would definitely wear the Nuggets one. Definitely oh, the, wear it. That one's cool, too. Which one? The T-Wolves. The, the T-Wolves. They went a little wild. They're all wild with that. Okay, see? That's some weird lettering, but very blocky. Oh, the, the Brooklyn, Brooklyn one is sick. And so the outside oh, of- that's the one that Ninja was wearing the other night. Yep, those they, they wore for the first time uh, two nights ago, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think it was. And they, so it's a black jersey. Pretty same with the Brooklyn going across the front and the number. But basically the whole outside of the jersey has like the crazy border. multi multicolor border going on. And you know how like the players wear arm sleeves and stuff? They have the arm sleeves that were just the multicolor. That's so they sick. look crazy. Yeah. And then Yeah, so there's a lot of jerseys. Definitely go look at some of them. Did we talk about on this chat how like now you could wear whatever shoe you want in the NBA? Yeah, you could they they took off the restriction on colors. Yeah. Because it used to just lit. be team, it used to be black, white, gray, and then your team colors, and now it's whatever. wear whatever you want. Which is a lot better, I think. Yeah, definitely. Well, All yeah, right. now people are shining shoe deals and stuff. Yep. Yeah, I like it. All right, so that's our show, episode thirteen. <laughs> Any last words, boys? I still no. can't remember what we were talking about with the ketchup earlier. I don't know. I guess this isn't that important to you. I can't remember. Uh, I mean, everything's important. 
It's got its own importance. In the Everything. World. All right. So our next episode that will be dropping, our next episode, record episode, would be on Christmas Day. It'll be next Tuesday. But we're not going to record an episode then. But we will have a, a recorded episode that will be dropping on Christmas Day, strictly on Christmas. Talk about Christmas, uh, your favorite food to eat, eat on Christmas, what kind of Christmas traditions that you guys have, Christmas music lists. We're gonna go. Uh, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a quickie, 15, 20 minutes, maybe max thirty, talking about our our favorite Christmas. Looking into the future. Yeah, things. So tune in for that. Any last words for on Friday's episode? Nope. Nothing. Mm mm. What are you guys doing for the weekend? Quick. This weekend. Work. Work. Cassie comes home finally. Nice. Yeah. Um, Didn't wait too long. I have work this weekend too. And then I got to celebrate a birth, someone's my I think friend's birthday. I'm going birthday. to see the tree and everything tomorrow uh, on Saturday. I'm going to I'm going well, to see on Saturday Park. too. Are you are? Yeah, I have a friend's birthday. Can't wait to not see you. There. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to see you at all. Yeah. Brian Park is fucking awesome, actually. Dude, it's so early. Why are we doing this this early, man? I don't know. It's really early. All right, we'll see night. you guys. We will see you guys on Tuesday. You're not going to see anybody. They're going to hear us on Tuesday. You guys will listen to us on Tuesday. <laughs>